Hey there, welcome back to the Path Design Podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for tuning in today over at pathdesign.com or here on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for watching as we talk about this present moment series right here, right now, where I sit on the calendar that we follow as a family. It is Yom Kippur. It is Day of Atonement. It is a, a, a wonderful day to reflect on what was, what now is, and what will be in in Messiah's perfect kingdom when all things are restored and made new. And I just want to invite you again to consider and I don't want to say experiment, but I tell people all the time, whoever would listen, consider doing feast and Sabbath for one year. Take 12 months beginning at the, at, in the springtime, perhaps with Passover, go, go through a whole cycle of the feasts and just see what the Father would reveal. I'm telling you, if we would only do that with, I mean, with hearts wide open now, not just like rigid and like, yeah, I'll try it. But I mean, with hearts that are like truly postured and like, you know what? Yahweh's word is the size of a vast ocean. And I only understand and have learned and applied one drop out of that ocean. So you know what? I'm going to swim out a little bit and just kind of see. What is there out here that I have not yet seen, not yet known, not yet even rightly understood yet? I submit that to you for consideration. If you are someone who thinks feasts and Sabbath are for the Jews um, and you're not Jewish, and again, we talk about here all the time, the, the word of Elohim is very clear. Word for word quotations. These are the feasts of Yahweh Elohim. Moving on. We're going to talk about part two here. We, we ended with, with the verses. We looked at uh, the Genesis examples of the outset of anah, of afflicting ourselves, self-denial, and laying ourselves low and getting an understanding of, okay, there's a, a servant and master relationship going on here that was established when this word first appeared in the Hebrew language um, recorded for us in Genesis. And it is a submitting oneself to authority um, how we do that is dependent upon our heart's condition and where we are, um, maybe with our, our, our humility maturation. And some days, all of us, of course, are a little more, ah, I'll do it, but okay, I don't want to. And many people will say, well, that's not obedience. Um, friend, yes, it is. Um, willful obedience is whatever we decide to do that moves us from disobedience to obedience. And if we obey, it's obedience, period. So like, if my son, this is something ridiculous, there's a red bucket over here. If I tell my son to pick that up and put it on the carport, if he does that, and maybe his motives aren't perfect, if he does that, he obeyed. Now, I want my son's heart. I want him to want to please me, of course. The greater overreaching issue is I want him to want to move that red bucket. But how much... How much different would it be if like he, he's just so sweet and kind, I love you dad, and here I did this for you here, and I did this for you here, and I, you know, I picked that up because I thought you wanted me to pick it up, and I look over there, but son, you didn't do the red bucket. No dad, but I moved the, the, the wheelbarrow for you. Well son, that's great and all, and you're really kind, I guess, but like you disobeyed. <laughs> and that's kind of where we are with these things. Like, of course we want our heart to be our, our 
our fuel, our engine behind all these things we do for the Father. But sometimes, sometimes, now I'm a heart guy, so you've got to be fair and, 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 and know the, the whole of what I present here. I'm a heart guy to the core. But sometimes there are things we've just got to do because that's what Father said. And I don't have to maybe have to, I'm just in this perfect place if I understand it and I just feel it and it's all of me is in it. Sometimes, friend, you obey period and you figure out why later you understand what i'm saying and that's why i think this is applicable to the account that we read with um abram and sarai and hagar which is you know you got to understand hagar whether we understand culture or not the, the biblical principle is clear to see you are under her you go back and submit yourself to her period whether she was fair, whether she was right, whether she was all these things that Yahweh is not because his ways are perfect, you go back and submit anyway. Okay, that's good for us to learn as we move forward. So as we talked about um, culminating in part one, just before this, moments ago here, the priestly functions. And, and this can, I love to talk about this. I did this with my family yesterday and I said, do you, okay, so can we just sit in the chair of the high priest thousands of years ago and tonight? I mean, y'all, I, I don't even know how to, I could spend four hours talking about this. Imagine being the high priest thousands of years ago and tonight at sundown, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement begins and you go to work and that's you, okay? One man, one human being going into one most holy place of anywhere on the entire earth one day a year and it starts tonight friend imagine what i said to somebody yesterday i talked to a brother about this yesterday in conversation it would be the most exhilarating exciting incredible experience to know i'm going into the most holy place and equally terrifying terrifying to no end why well <laughs> You know what's going to happen if you go in unclean, if you go in dirty, if you go in, if you're not prepared to go in, it's not going to go well for you. And that's why Brother Bill's back there and he's already got his holy garments and his attire and he's just as clean as you, ready to go in in case, in case maybe you're not. That's how sober this is. And we've got to understand, I said this all the time in the uh, uh, Flick Yourselves series last year. We've got to understand the, the high priest's function at the origin of this to ever understand the great high priest's function now of Yeshua Messiah and what he's doing on our behalf. I can't understand any part of what he's doing as my great high priest if I don't give myself to understand, give myself to understand the high priest's principles and, and system that preceded him. It would mean nothing. Okay, he's my great high priest. That sounds pretty stately and nice. Thanks, Jesus. No, friend, this is, this is powerful. This is huge when we understand the hilasterion, the covering, the, the caparet, which is in Yom Kippur. He, he's, a, he's the hilasterion, which is the Greek word for the covering, like the mercy seat. He is, he is the mediator between me and the Father interceding on my behalf it's incredible what he's what he's done and what he's doing now as great high priest and so on this day let's go back in time thousands of years ago and the high priest is going into the most holy place and the command for people like me and you 
kindle a fire, and stay home. And what? Oh, can you imagine? Uh, imagine what they're talking about. About what's being done right there at that moment on their behalf. To present them right and pleasing and clean and pure before Yahweh Elohim? Are you kidding me? The high priest is having the busiest day of his entire year. So let's connect that with what was and what is. Knowing that the scriptures are clear that the high priest accomplished all of the work and the people stayed home, keeping a Sabbath of solemn rest, they don't go to Jerusalem, they don't travel, they don't do all these things to please God, which is what so many people are convinced that that's what we're doing now. You're just trying to earn God's favor by doing an outdated law instead of basking in Yeshua's finished work. No, man, I'm sitting here today. I'm sitting here today postured in humility as a, a Nah servant of the Most High, saying, thank you, Yeshua. Thank you for being my great high priest. I understand what you're doing on my behalf. Not just today, but every day you're my intercession. You are the door, which is the other study I'm working on. You're the way to the Father. Nobody gets to him except that we go through you. You are my great high priest. Thank you. <laughs> That's what today is. <laughs> they then, thousands of years ago, in just the regular high priest understanding, and we today now are merely recipients of the priestly work taking place on our behalf. We must properly understand what was the high priest man in order to rightly understand the ongoing of the great high priest Yeshua himself. Yes, on day of atonement, we abase ourselves, we lay ourselves low, yes. We do what we do now also equally every day of the year, but today it is an elevated Shabbat Sabbath day, version, a, a, level, a, a heightened level, if you will. Why? Because at the beginning of time, Yahweh Elohim said, this is my seasons. These are my seasons. I am coming to meet with you differently today than I did on just a normal casual Wednesday. I'm meeting with you on a holy marked capital D day. And so, friend, I just say this throughout everything, and I'll probably say it again before we're done today. We do what we've been taught to do in Christianity in many ways that are right and good about this New Testament living, New Covenant understanding of the always. Yes, I'm fine with that. I do that. I will continue to do that. But it is an addition to the marked, holy, consecrated, different, distinct days. It is the both and principle. Yeshua is my high priest yesterday and today, but today is a marked appointed time by my father. So it's an elevated awareness of his priestly work. And today I'm commanded to rest. And why friend? Because I won't rest if I'm not. How many Christians today are not going to acknowledge this day? They're not going to stop and rest. Why? I don't need to do that. Friend, how can we say it's not necessary or beneficial or a blessing for us to stop and mark a, a holy appointed time, a one day, where all we do today is talk about the priestly work of my Messiah? It's nothing but beneficial. It's nothing but incredible. It's nothing but what is necessary 
for us to be what the appointed times are, which are memorials, markers to say, I remember, I remember. <laughs> As I'm doing and living today, I remember both. This is an elevated version of what we do every day. Yeshua is my high priest, but today, man, it is an elevated understanding and remembrance of my great high priest and his work. And likely you don't do that every day. I didn't do that every day. I was convinced I rest every day. I rest in Yeshua every day. No, I didn't. No, I didn't and no, I don't. No, we've been told the fourth commandment, remember my Sabbath. Why? As I said in the last series, because we forgot. Because we did what he warned us we would do. We forgot. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest with our condition. <laughs> and if it's offensive, then maybe it should be. We have to be offended before we ever change. We memorialize Yahweh's holy day, and we abase ourselves every day. Both, to be clear. Atonement shall be made for us. If we see the imagery of what was, we understand greater today. We receive the work, the high priestly work. We receive it. The atonement is something that has very little to do with us. Very little to do with us whatsoever. The biggest thing it has to do with us is our heart's willingness to be postured in humility and anah, afflicted. I'd like to drive home the point that the proper understanding of this day seems to be this, that we rightly humble and lower ourselves, our wills, our identities, and realize to an elevated state that we are servants of the Most High, and we are resting in the wonderful work of High Priest Yeshua. That is the for now purpose, and it prepares us for something in the future. I went into this in, in the last uh, last year's series. I don't want to cover it today for the sake of time. It's, it's huge, and I can't even bite off a little nugget and give it to you other than this. I started asking the Father during a time of prayer when I was doing this study a year ago. And I was looking at the fall feast, and I was, it didn't make sense to me knowing the meanings of the fall feast. I'm like, this doesn't make sense why Yom Kippur is sitting where it is. Why is it before um, tabernacles? Because the shofar is already blasted. Why, why are we humbling ourselves after Yeshua's arrival? Yom Teruah, the announcement of what? Nobody knows the day or the hour. This doesn't make sense. And here's, here's the culmination of that. I'll just give you a little spoiler right here, but the much more intricate explanation is in the Afflicting Ourselves series. Because when Yeshua comes, who are going to be identified as his people in the millennial kingdom are going to be the people who are marked by saying, you know what, Yahweh? Your ways are my ways. I'm no longer living according to the Gentile lawlessness life that I came out of. I am not what? A worker of iniquity. I'm not what's prophesied of warning of men of lawlessness. Men have given themselves over to, to just being self-governed. No, I, I see Yeshua. I hear the shofar and Yom Teruah. He's come. He's setting up a, a, a kingdom to rule and reign here. I am posturing humility to say, Yeshua, great high priest, you let your will and, and, uh, and ways reign here. Your kingdom, your authority. I am a servant. I am a gnawing myself. And I am prepared for you to rule and reign in the way you see fit and not in the way that I say. Because otherwise, I'm saying, I know best. I know how this goes. My governmental authority, my way, 
even in the even in the in the, in our um, confusion, I know what this says. I know what Paul said. I know what Hebrew said. Friends, there's going to be an invitation when all this stuff comes around and all of us are deemed wrong. All of us are deemed wrong doctrinally, where all of us are willing to say, I'm looking at the living word in whatever way this transpired. And I say, your way wins. I know nothing. I'm a servant. I'm a slave. You are master king. And I will enter into your kingdom the way you say. And friend, that is the beauty within the order of the feast. And guess what then? In mere days, this is the beautiful imagery of the feast, friend. We succoat with him. He tabernacles again with men. And everything is culminated in the, in the final age in, in Zion. And, and, and then the, 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 the new Jerusalem descends and the perfect law goes out from Zion. The Torah goes out from Zion. And then new Jerusalem descends and a perfect governmental authority of my father is established as we rule and reign with the high priest Yeshua Messiah himself. Who are those that are going to rule and reign? Humble in heart, submitted, anah, afflicted ones, who are walking in the biblical pattern from Genesis to Revelation of what? Self-denial. It's a beautiful invitation. So let us deny ourselves every single day. Yes. Yes. Amen. But we have to remember from the very outset of humanity and creation, there has been a pattern of men deemed worthy of the name of Yahweh Elohim who walk in lives marked by patterns of self-denial. So yes, every day and today is a holy day, friend. Today is a day where my father creator said, today is my holy day marked consecrated day and i'm showing up to meet with whoever shows up to meet me the day of atonement yom kippur forever memorialized to remember that he yahweh creator is in charge of all of this it's all his and i submit myself to his ways and i choose to bow down in humility today today a marked way a marked distinct different way than i did yesterday it's just different, friend. I can't explain it. It's just different. So I invite you to memorialize. It may have to be next year, depending on when you watch this. Yom Kippur. The Day of Atonement. And within that is, is the pattern of self-denial, friend. I hope you know this. Many of you who are just Christians get this principle in the New Testament understanding, I'm just saying, is it possible to submit in humility? Is it possible you've missed everything that preceded where Yahweh himself has been calling us to this from day one? The pattern of self-denial, the beauty of Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. You've been watching the Path to Zion podcast. We're rediscovering this ancient way, friend. I hope that you know it. Reach out to us at pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. We thank you so much for watching. Be blessed today. If you're celebrating the fall feast, yes and amen. We're going to be here in mere days with hopefully people scattered all about here, eating and drinking and hanging out at this campfire and declaring the praises of our Yahweh Elohim. What a beautiful season it is. Thank you so much for watching. Amen.